welcome to the pod. Hey, we're all here. Check us out. Okay, yeah. back again. Well, <laughs> I, I kind of want to hear before we get into the nitty gritty, what are your overall thoughts for this season? How have you been liking it so far? Oh, I love the season so far. I feel like every episode has been like banging. I think this episode was the hottest episode of Survivor I've seen in a long time. When you say this is the hottest episode, what do you mean by hot? Yeah. I mean, like it didn't drag because, you know, sometimes like they get to tribal and there's so much time and you see there's like 20 minutes left and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, the I, tribal council. First tribal started, I think, 35 minutes into the hour. Yes. Well, the split episodes are always interesting. You never know what's going to happen. And I felt this split was really good as reset for some of our favorite players. Of course, you know, we'll get to the Drea moment, which is incredible. <laughs> we'll iconic, get to that. We'll get to that. Iconic reset. Yeah. Exactly. What Drea moment? What are you even talking Wait, which about? Which one? Well, it's funny seeing the anger, but yeah. just to clear the air, you know, Drea's allowed to be shocked by what's right in front of her. And that shock led her to being safe. That intuition was smart on her end. Like she was next. I, I love when she was like, was I wrong? And they're like, John's like, no, but it wasn't. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying, that's not what I'm saying. And just to, just to cover John, like, obviously, Drea has a lot of empathy for them. Lindsay really showed up in the way to be like, you know, John, like, stop. Don't call a black woman aggressive. All that <laughs> stop stuff. Like, John. immediately textbook yeah. wrong. Yeah, and I'm like, happy Drea yeah. was able to, like, quickly be like, don't make it about you. It's not about that. That's not even what I'm saying. Bro. Well, what immediately brought him down was she was like, please don't make it like I'm being aggressive. And he was like, you are being aggressive. And she was like, but I wasn't. Like, I really, she wasn't. She wasn't being aggressive. No, like, not at not all. And she was speaking so calmly like she always does there was i really think that the only person that was being aggressive that entire episode technically was jonathan i hate to it say it you know i hate to say it <laughs> well you know he he went to immunity for the first time so i feel like he gave himself permission to be a lot less careful which was not yeah. the right move it was terrible uh, it was the worst move he could have possibly made he showed what he would do if he had i mean we were huge jonathan fans and he hasn't lost completely on me but there was a side of him that we have not seen at all i've not seen him be impatient yet this season i have yeah. not seen him get easily frustrated and every person Person he talked to about his quote-unquote master plan it wasn't even a conversation if you rewatch it he shuts down both taku girls and tells yes. them no 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 we're doing this we're doing this it's happening let's think about that for a second and it's like <laughs> jonathan how about you think about that for a second we've got we know what's going on and he said, so I want to stay Taku strong. I want to keep Marianne's idol. So what we're going to do is we're going to tell Drea to vote Marianne. It's foolproof. And Lindsay's like, well, wait a second. That's actually the worst nah, plan yeah, I ever heard. Not. Lindsay straight up tells him, you're not even understanding the tribe dynamics. Tori and Drea aren't working together. It's the most clear hatred on the tribe. And if John can't see that, it does kind of show, I don't know, maybe his roof a little bit, but that's okay, you know. He can't read a room. Absolutely. If you yeah. can't tell that telling Drea to vote Marianne is not a good idea if you want to work with Marianne and her idol moving forward, you're messing up, man. Isn't it crazy that he could have actually had his way and maybe gotten Drea out if he had actually listened to Lindsay? Maybe it could have worked out because that was a more, that was a better plan. At least it would have been Tori regardless. If he let Lindsay convince Drea to gun for Tori, Drea probably would have been screwed regardless because Marianne didn't seem super bothered by it at least not right away so i do feel like if the plan was just have tori or drea marianne probably would have gone with the taku three and vote out drea i agree marianne said something at tribal that was very interesting and it's another reason why i think marianne still planned on voting out drea even after she 
saw rocks right on the jury. She said that uh, this tribal, because there's only five of them, you have to take advantage of who is on the outs in this five who wouldn't normally be on the outs in the big tribe. And let's mm-hmm. be real, Tori is on the outs in the big yeah. tribe. So Marianne would have had to have been talking about Drea. I think for sure Drea was sniffing out what what was happening before it even happened. Yeah. If Roxroy isn't on that jury, then Drea probably still goes home. I wondered that because she said like she had a feeling it was on her, but she didn't say that until after it was kind of confirmed that it was on her. So I was wondering if she did know. Well, she mentions in her confessional that whenever they say, oh, it's Marianne, it's kind of like a clue that yeah, it's like, not. Yeah. You know, I don't know. She also mentioned that Marianne has an idol. And if Jonathan says to her face, we're getting rid of Marianne because of her idol, and it's common knowledge that Drea has an idol, then of course a red flag's going to go off in Drea's head. Which is another bad move on Jonathan's part, (laughs) for the record. It's just obviously you're talking to the other person with the idol. So you just don't want to say you want to vote someone out for their idol. It's pretty classic. I'm just confused if he knows or not because of that i think he was just so excited to to have the big move like just he have just, the plan yeah like yeah i'll geeked out over this damn big move that- <laughs> he got geeked out. jonathan goes to marianne about his big plan he says i think that we should gun for drea and then marianne goes that's what i was thinking and before she's like shut up no no no. Like, no 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 so this is my, the plan we're gonna get rid of drea. and okay. it was like wait <laughs> marianne don't be a part of this she does not seem concerned until jonathan's says and we're going to tell her it's you because truthfully that makes absolutely no sense and a lot of people are defending jonathan online saying well he wanted to get rid of the idol but even if that is true which he told Lindsay, it wasn't why tell the two girls with idols you're gunning for people with idols exactly it's not the the motivation it's the execution you can find any reason to vote someone out but you got to execute and this episode kind of cements for me drea just being a top tier player because this is kind of that point in the game where when people have staff power they often just save it to the end and being forced to actually use your things will work in her favor and i think tonight she got those two jury votes that's so true i didn't even think of that that's like cemented it for me like she gave the performance of a lifetime for that jury and like good like that's the next part of the game as people start getting out there you know i think we might have a better jury on our way like i think yeah i hope and with tori on there now i'm Mm. very excited she's the perfect jury Mm. member i like the jury management going on Marianne was talking to Tori the entire episode, letting her know everything. And whether that was genuine or not, that's going to play in her favor with Tori on the jury and everybody else not treating her the same way. That's absolutely true. You know, there's a lot of moments where they showed us that Marianne was surprising people with the way she spoke about certain things, you know, especially Tori. They seem very close in the way they're genuine with each other. If Marianne gets to the finals, I definitely see Tori voting for Marianne. Yeah, Tori for sure. I can see that. Whoever wins will have grinded for it. They would have had to put in some work. I I do really love Tori. I'm happy she played this game. You know, it was just sad seeing her go. It was. It was. I like the the villain. I like her. I'll miss her antics. Me too. I'll miss miss her antics. Well, we're trading them for Romeos and hopping over to that. (laughs) (laughs) Romeo's going to be out very soon anyways oh, so yes. he'll get his day but now, Maybe now not. here's the thing omer's excellent near perfect game he's been protecting romeo, romeo not yeah. in an emotional way now, i actually see romeo shield. going to the end because of omer that's an easy person to beat True. well at this point omer could go to the end with anyone as long as he makes sure he has the words for it 
I definitely think he has the words because the way he came to high with the plan to vote out Roxroy, he said, if this is what you want to do, then I'm a thousand percent with you. Putting the plan in his hands yeah. and high could then act like it was his plan. Omar planted that seed. And, and listen, Omar's not working with anyone who's not strategic and super intelligent. For them to not be detecting this, it's kind of out of his world. Nobody there has any idea that he has been the reason for every vote. Lydia, Chanel, <laughs> now Roxroy. Let's not forget, actually, Omar isn't the reason Chanel went home. Mike is the reason Chanel went home because he changed the vote. You're right. Mike was very gung-ho about voting Chanel out because she wrote his name down that one tribal. <laughs> yeah. He wrote her name yeah. down. <laughs> to have the skill as just like primarily a social player, you know, to change it that quick. That's why I think he's okay. Like, I really think the safest people in this game is Drea and Mike. I think Drea is playing a great game, but mm. I, I do think that her threat level is obvious. So to them, Drea and High are probably the two biggest known threats. And then you can throw Jonathan in there too, just because of his strength. I love Drea and I want her to go far, but just, I don't think that she's necessarily safe moving forward. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jonathan proved to me this episode that he's also playing a really good social game. And I think it's underrated because he said he had to hide every little piece of his ego up until this point where he felt a little more comfortable and baby that ego came out. So like he's also <laughs> playing a pretty smart game. Like he knows how low key he has to keep it. He messed up big time because I think he pissed off pretty much every woman on his tribe minus story who thought she was safe because of him so major props for jonathan to be able to hide an ego that giant (laughs) busting out the seams (laughs) what else can we dig into Uh, this male alliance that lasted all of 15 minutes (laughs) (laughs) but you know what roxroy sold it so terribly not like i rewatched it and like he was so bad about it his premise was like guys come on how many dudes are there could have been smart but the way he approached it i think made everybody minus john and mike who were like like sopping it up but omar and kai were like put off by that like approach he did exactly what jonathan did he didn't open up a conversation he said this is what we're gonna do and then omar who is a fucking mafia boss is like yeah how about you don't tell me how to play this game he tried to approach it maybe thinking like oh this is gonna be the locker room talk he didn't read the room at all i found it kind of random that he was ready to just go with high and omar dudes that he doesn't know he doesn't i mean mike and jonathan i can see why he thought he could relate to them but drea even says that her allies are on the other team implying that roxroy is one of her closest allies so yeah. if she felt that way, he should have been able to notice that and not risk everything for a bunch of people who don't care about him. Did you guys want to talk about the backlash that you think the rest of the tribe is going to give? So who uh, the people coming back from that tribe is Marianne, Drea, Jonathan, Lindsay. And they're coming back to this other side. When Drea says she's going to shift her game, this is where we're going to see what she means by that. Her next trusted person. And I don't think she's going to truly trust anyone that was on that vote. Yeah, I agree. Maybe Lindsay. I can see her still trusting Lindsay going forward. Maybe Marianne too. Like, I, honestly, I think Jonathan's the one on the out because I feel like she knows it was him because he was the one, he was safe. Obviously, the one who was safe was going to be like more in charge of the vote than anybody else. Also mm-hmm. being the only man. And if Omar says that High is the one that said Roxroy, then they have a motivation to take out High for the amulet to get wow. an extra power. 
but are the rest of the tribe going to be okay with either High or Jonathan going home? Do you think Mike would go for that? Mike seems to months. allow a lot of things. So I think I think it might work. Um, would he take out John though? He likes John a lot. I see Mike not making a decision this next episode. Mike is going to be a number for somebody. I think the person who Mike wants out isn't necessarily even going to be in trouble because Mike only was passionate about the Chanel vote. I just don't see him getting his way again because he won't want to vote out Jonathan but if he doesn't have a choice he doesn't have a choice if these other players really want a fair chance they need to take out an orange member because everyone else has already been bitten off that tribe wants to stay together Omer wants to keep them all there and Omer can beat every single one of them I also think now after this last episode Lindsay realizes that she can't even work with Jonathan she could work for him she could do everything that he says but that's the only option John's gonna give her and it might be different when Omer's there because Omer does get his way when he's with Jonathan but I think all of Orange would be better off just clipping Jonathan pulling in Romeo since Omer really has that person now and just hoping that Drea and Mike will vote with them and then get rid of high when they can. I feel like that's a really solid way forward, at least for Omer. And I can see Lindsay dumping Jonathan immediately after this, especially because the way they reacted was so opposite to the big, you know, Drea speech. Like I can definitely see her separating herself. Yeah. And just from a practical point, you don't really want to work with somebody like Jonathan who's incredibly emotional, who kind of freaks out over nothing. I think about Lindsay and Jonathan's conversation on the beach. All she did was point out the giant hole in his plan and he went crazy. <laughs> he was like, you're not listening. No, you're not. You're not. It was like, she was his wife. I felt like, oh my God, Jonathan, I love you. And now I, I can't anymore. Like I can't be with you anymore. He must be compensating for something with that, whether it was just something we haven't seen. I mean, well, nothing like, <laughs> like that. A little bit. Um, but just with, with what, because his strategy, the last couple of episodes of trying to get out Marianne, and I don't know, maybe he was just trying to cover up some tracks, but not in a good way. Anybody starts yelling the words, I think you're calling me racist. I mean, I just don't see Lindsay or even Tori making a decision like that uh-uh. because yeah. no one was no one was even i mean people different people have different opinions but i mean the way i saw it drea was just saying i'm not letting this pattern continue drea said it best don't center this on yourself it's actually not about you at all it's just what shocked me just seeing it she's allowed to notice what's right in front of her that's her experience she said all all those things but couldn't believe her that she was was just saying hey the plan in here was to get rid of marianne and i'm kind of getting the feeling that she was told to get rid of me and i'm looking at the jury and i don't want that it's like she said everything honestly as perfectly as somebody could say it, especially in the heat of the moment with all the emotions going on i don't think she could have worded her explanation for what was going on any better that's what kind of pissed me off about it jonathan still was like but no but you're just being aggressive and you're calling me racist and you're saying all these things and it's like she could not have said it better for you if you just listened but he kind of put his foot in his mouth that was the best display of explaining what racial bias was and not just on survivor just ever on tv on anything because racial Racial bias is something a lot of people just don't know. I, I didn't know what it was back in the day. And then it's pointed out to me and then it becomes very clear. Mm-hmm. And Lindsay got it. Even Tori got it. And it was great seeing Lindsay be able to be like, no, Dre, I empathize with you. Obviously, I can't experience exactly what you're experiencing, but that's okay. And, you know, again, telling Jonathan, stop. This isn't about you at yeah. all. And 
it's a perfect display of what happens in the real world. When people of color talk about their experience or talking about wanting things to change and people make it about them. And the thing is that she's not wrong. She literally would have gone home. And so she's here because she noticed and was aware of her experience. And I think her being in touch with that helped Marianne step into her own game, which is incredible, you know? And they're going to walk away with this at least feeling more empowered in their own games. And that aside, no matter what, Jonathan was going to come out of this kind of scathy just because of his behavior, because of his aggressiveness. And Marianne shocked me. Marianne was so like, I feel like she's been playing a little bit of a game too with her social skills because she kind of comes off a little ditzy or airy, airheaded, but she's smart. Like she shocked me this episode. I I think she she explained why she felt the way she felt as well. Very elegantly. I mean, exactly like Drea. She said exactly what needed to be said. And, you know, I know we give Jeff a lot of heat, but (laughs) I think he does the best that he can for like being who he is and in the moment. He's just reading the room. And I love what Marion said about the one in 18 shot being bigger for some people than other people. Like watch any season of Survivor and you're going to see, if you pay attention, a strong racial bias. You watch these players who have to experience not being their full selves because actively they show us tribe members kind of bullying them and they don't get to say, hey, can we take this out of the game? They have to contend with it because that's their real world, you know? And it's great to see that change within the players and the people they cast. All the way back in season four of Survivor between uh, Vesepia and Sean, the only two black contestants of that season. And they're talking about while all the white contestants are in the ocean, you know, hanging out. They're just mentioning to the camera that we have to play a little different because they're allowed to be themselves, but we kind of have to watch what we say, how we talk, how loud we are. And it's very basic. And that was back in 2002. It's nice seeing production actually take an active charge in protecting players and editing their stories better so that people are actually seeing what they should be seeing from these players. It makes a full story. And that's what people were missing back then. They weren't getting the full stories of real people who are actually in this world. (laughs) You know, it's not crazy. Cool. Well, I'm super excited moving forward to see what the hell is going to happen with these eight people. Exactly. And, you know, to everyone listening, you know, send us our, send us your thoughts. We have a TikTok. You can go on it and comment your, your grievances, your thoughts, your, your theories. We love to hear them. Yeah, uh, let us know if you had any takeaways in this episode or if it made you absolutely livid. Yeah, we want to know. But yeah, yeah, I think it's a great season. I'm excited for what's to come for Survivor. Things got a bright future. Is Jonathan racist? <laughs> I could barely hear you as a woman, but now you're talking aggressively at me. Like, slow down. <laughs> oh, bro. Hey, Jonathan he said, said it. it. He not said it, not us. Yeah, we he said, said it. it. I, I, I'm just repeating it. Word for word, that's what he said. I was there. <laughs> I saw it happen. Thomas, really quick, say like a goodbye for the outro or something. Goodbye, Survivor fans. Tune in next week to Survivors Anonymous. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.